dear Edgar. I remember how I used to take you on my knee and tell you wild tales which you always did me the great courtesy of believing. Now you are grown. Time and space have parted us, but I reach out across that distance to that same wide-eyed boy and ask him to believe me once more. This wild tale begins 13 years ago, in the Arizona Territory, between the Pinaleno Mountains and the backside of hell. Welcome to Pulp Commentary. I'm Mike. I am MB. I'm Hero. Tonight, what movie are you watching tonight, MB? John Carter. Of Mars. Shh. They don't want it called that, man. They might confuse it with a good movie. It's Disney, okay? They, they know what they're doing with this marketing stuff. Yeah, exactly. Let so, the Disney bots not, come. I don't care. This is not going to backfire in any way. Just, just let it ride, man. It's, it's cool. Taylor Kitsch has a long career ahead of him. Okay, that was a low blow there. Yeah. <laughs> he was jamming, man. Jesus. I'll never look that good with my shirt off. Or with your Will, any of us. He's a pretty man, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I got lost in Taylor Kitsch's eyes there for a second. Um, John Carter... Final. He's John Carter. Uh, we're going to preface this by saying we all like the movie. Yes, we all really like the movie, actually. It's a really good movie. Yeah, so if you're one of the people who don't like this movie, well, you can listen anyway. I, I, I hope you're not bothered no, by that. No, no, you can't listen. You're the enemy. I'm, I'm trying to be diplomatic here and, and, you know, just... When has that ever stopped you before? Time for diplomacy has passed. Fine. Fuck you. Fortune you know? law. So <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we're paused zero seconds in. We're going to count to three, and after I say three, we're going to press play. Y'all ready? Ready. Actually, how about this? How about I say Barsoom? I was just going to suggest that. No, 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 no. no. You need to say, uh, what is it? Virginia? <laughs> Yeah, but if I say Barsoom, it's like we're transported to Mars. That is true. I can put in a weird effect, which I'm not going to do. So if you're listening, don't look out for that, because I am lazy. Why are you always getting in the way of Martian magic, MB? How about about this? One, two, Civil War. (laughs) Yeah, but then I'm going to say Civil War, Matt. And that's going to go into a completely different podcast. Anyway, let's just get going. (laughs) Um, and this movie is starring Wonder Woman, so that helps. Um, all right, we're, we're ready. Buttons all on the play button. Huh? 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 Buttons on the button. Buttons on the button. Fingers on my button. My buttons on something. Fucking, I don't give a shit anymore. Why are we even watching this? All right. All right our clitorises are on the button. <laughs> this, this was a stupid idea. All right. One. Two. Barsoom. Uh, red, 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 red Planet. Red. We're watching that science fiction movie, Red Planet. Starring Val Kilmer. Versus an evil Mars rover. I've always wanted to watch that movie just to see if it's actually about them battling an evil Mars rover. 
Um, no, that's just an ongoing plot throughout the movie. Well, thanks for ruining the magic. Well, that's what I'm here for. Willem, Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe explains it all. Look how Willem Dafoe's in this as a CGI creature. Things like that make me happy. It's like you're saying Willem Dafoe isn't already a CGI creature. He was created by Lucasfilm in the early 90s. This is a pretty movie. Not that Willem Dafoe hosted through the wormhole. Talks to you about supernovas. <laughs> Lay shit down for you. I like how they still kept this as the 1800s bullshit Mars. Science didn't understand. The best Mars. With their outlandish flying contraptions. (laughs) That harness the power of light. There's so many slaves on board that thing. That kind of just looks like Victorian Star Trek. (laughs) But this is exciting. (laughs) Just just like that out of context... Death to helium! Fighting <laughs> <laughs> <Or> a gas. <laughs> They'll have chest insignias that are just the periodic symbol of helium. So I, they fight balloons. The first time I watched this, I had no idea Mark Strong was in this movie. God Emperor Strong. When you see it for the first time. Mark Strong, once again bald in the film. Bald and playing a wise alien. Contrary to having hair and playing a wise alien. Bitch, please. Bitch in robes, though. Was having technical difficulties. I had to cough. I appreciate you moving away from the mic. I'm sorry I didn't want to infect the listeners at home with my techno virus. Technostopheles, what have you done? That's Bro. right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Cable. God damn it, I was about to say it. John Carter of Mars. Of Mars. I do love the randomness of that opening, followed by John Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing the immigrant song thing. 
No, he still kind of has Gambit's hat here. It's actually the ancestor of Gambit. <laughs> he got up to a lot of shit in Louisiana. Now, Hero, you have actually read these books. I read the first one, Princess of Mars. So close enough. So what are your thoughts in the of being an adaption of said book? Honestly, I think the the changes they made are definitely for the better. Because the Edgar Rice Burroughs books weren't really novels. They were serialized pulp stories. Yeah. There weren't really yeah, – like John Carter didn't really have any character arc whatsoever. He just arrived on Mars, and then every week he fought something until the series ended. Like Flash Gordon. Pretty much. Well, except John Carter actually does things. Touche. So not at all like Flash Gordon. <laughs> uh, so what are some of the deviations the movie takes, anyway? Uh, a big one is this entire plot line right here. Like, it is... Like the opening of the book is a letter from Edgar Rice Burroughs saying that John Carter was his uncle and that this was his last will and testament, which I always loved. You know that awesome hero I'm about to introduce? I'm related to him. <laughs> oh, I like how that's the kid from Spy Kids. Who's a badass now? And apparently is every race. And apparently looks exactly like Edgar Rice Burroughs, which is scary. I'm about to tell you a story about my nephew, Superman. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. But yeah, the, the idea of there being this big conspiracy against John and him searching the Earth for a way to get back to Barsoom is, uh, I believe, an invention of the movies. See, in the books, he actually... Uh, he goes to Mars and stays there for like a hundred years or something until he's an old man, until he's assassinated. And then he wakes up in the cave again because they actually don't explain how he goes to Mars. He walks into a cave and then gets attacked by an unseen monster and apparently dies and then wakes up on Mars, then dies on Mars and returns to Earth just a few hours later. One thing I've always been confused about in this movie is, like, after he leaves, after he comes back to Earth later on, he's, like, on Earth for, what, like, 25 years trying to find a way back to Mars? But how much time passed on Mars? I'm not entirely sure. It's one thing that's always confused me, because, like, she could just be dead by the time he gets there, right? It doesn't really explain how, like, clearly a lot of time passed when he actually got back into his body here on Earth in the movie. Yeah. It's one thing that they was kept pretty vague and confusing. I don't know, like, it seems to me like if he went back to Mars, it would only be, like, one second past. Like, I, I feel like that's what would happen if they ever went to a sequel, which, <clears throat> thank you, Disney, for that. <sighs> Yeah, as in the books, Mars isn't even really necessarily Mars. It's more like this completely other plane of existence. Ah. I'm I sure think... It'll be beyond my fucking script. 
underneath it, just a portrait of uh, Martian Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Clothing. <laughs> Gentleman monster, Willem Dafoe. Uh, anyway, you were saying? Sorry. Yeah. I do think it might have been a bit of a mistake to show John Carter at the beginning and then move on to this character. Like, from a narrative standpoint, that was a little confusing. I was very confused, yeah. Especially when he doesn't seem to have aged at all. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense, but not for, like, two hours. Especially when it's like, here's this character. Okay, now this character has been dead for some time. <laughs> I love those mutton chops, by the way. Yeah, I'd say the opening is a little weak, but the movie picks up so well so soon that you forget all about it. Yeah. I mean, the second you get to Civil War, Cranston. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty slow until then, but... Though I do like Kitch's voiceover, so... He's reading the story of Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's his great uncle? <laughs> <laughs> no, for... Tarzan, he just says, don't ask me how I came upon this story, because it's not important. Just shut the fuck up and read it. <laughs> That's pretty much what he says. Because <laughs> that was in the days when, if you were doing a pulp story, you still had to preface it with something. Like, I have to put this in context. You know, people aren't just going to flip open a book and start reading a story. It'll confuse the fuck out of them. By the time he got to Tarzan, Edgar Rice Burroughs just ran out of fucks to give. It's like, here's a fucking story about a guy in the jungle. Bob Pinciotti? I just noticed that. Was that just the shot, or is that actually... I think that's actually him. That's fucked up. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. Holy shit, it is. Why did I notice that the first time through? Bob's cursing. He unbuttons his shirt. He has bling. <laughs> it's it's actually the ancestor of that character. <laughs> Takes place in the same universe. He's actually just angry at John Carter because he doesn't want him hitting on Donna. <laughs> I will say, Kitch's fake beard here is pretty bad. Mm, yeah. It's like, Not as bad as, like, any time Christian Bale grows a beard. <sighs> That's a real beard. That's the fucked up part. Yeah. Or Keanu Reeves' beard, which is like me trying to grow a beard. That thing is like... He went to get like a shag carpet, cut off a little bit of it, and tried to restitch it back together. <laughs> Look, he's bribing Bob with his first gold. <laughs> and it would have been getting handed down generations and become a chain sometime. It all makes sense. This is that 70s show, Origins, John Carter. <laughs> Why do you think Eric is such a geek for sci-fi? It all makes sense. I'm in this movie, too. Oh, shit, it's Red, his ancestor. 
Listen here, you colonial dumbass. Old Cranston with long, flowing blonde locks. General Custer Cranston. Oh, this is an invention of the movie, too, as well. Yeah. So essentially, Carter getting a story arc of any kind. Pretty much. Instead of just showing up to Mars, being awesome, and getting laid, which I think was the log line for the original book. Remember Warren Ellis talking about the John Carter books? Where he said the plot is basically white guy takes a nap, wakes up on Mars with superpowers, conquers the world. <laughs> the ultimate white fantasy. <laughs> and there's red people. <laughs> and savage. Savage tribal green people who must be wiped out. Has Ellis ever written like a John Carter comic? That's just that that plot. I'm here to conquer Mars. <laughs> Fear me. I would read that in a second. I am the great white ape. Uh, so what 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 other like other kind of deviations are there? I'm just fascinated by this for some reason. Uh, still got plenty of movie left. Moral sure. pop. I know there's I know there's not white apes in the first book. Yeah, I believe I've already uh, lost interest. <laughs> I believe this movie was uh, actually made from the first three books. I can't remember where exactly Princess of Mars ends. I remember it ending awkwardly where it's like John has to fight something, then he fights it. Then cut to a hundred years later after he's ruled over Mars for generations, and then he returns to Earth. I believe the rest of the books in the series take place between those two periods. There's someone screaming at their iPod right now how wrong you are. Probably. Just read the book yesterday for the 7,000th time. And that person is Tarzan. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. And that person is Matt Johnson. <laughs> These books are a sense. goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> Never since the white man's burden have I been so entertained by a work of fiction. This is the Blow of the Bio Belt, only on iTunes. So did he have, like, the whole thing with his wife in the books? So that was an invention, too. Yeah. John Carter's character backstory is, he's a white guy. I really like the the wife stuff in the movie. Yeah, it works well. It should be be cliched, but it works. Yeah. I don't even think John Carter's uh, an officer... Or a retired one. I think he's like a prospector or something. Essentially, it is, they just kind of... You, he's just a prospector now in the, in the movie. Great school, I, like, I like how this is the beginning of a sci-fi epic. <laughs> it's kind of genius. I turn it into Wizard of Oz. The opening mirrors the rest of the movie. It would have been amazing if Cranston also played someone on both. I was so disappointed whenever Cranston was cast, and I found out he wasn't playing one of the aliens. 
You'd have none of that mocap bullshit. <laughs> Wait, one of the one of his soldiers. Hmm. Oh, you cut out from Breaking Bad. One of uh, one of his soldiers looks a lot like Jesse from Breaking Bad. Is <laughs> there ancestors? They actually invent meth. They create blue opium. So this is like a prequel to a lot of different shows. Don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes, bitch. (laughs) I am the one who rides. (laughs) (laughs) He tells the Native Americans to stay out of his territory. (laughs) great if Cranston went to Mars with him. It was a buddy movie. <laughs> would have been amazing. He's captured at the beginning. And the entire movie becomes the battle for Brian Cranston's soul. <laughs> again, again, like Breaking Bad. There's a scene where Mark Strong has him in a cage. It's like, John Carter will save me. He's in a slave girl outfit. (laughs) I'm also just imagining him as Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks. Special Agent John Carter. (laughs) He's writing a Civil War letter to Diane. Serious (laughs) Diane. Big quill pen. Oh, God. Civil War era Dale Cooper. With his mutton chops. The Giver ship is in there. <laughs> they find the map to the Black Lodge. They find a snake cult being led by James Earl Jones. They find a lot of shit, okay. Yeah. Alfred Molina's there. <laughs> Zorro is off to the side. Liu Kang is rolling around in a giant ball. Shit's going down. <laughs> It's like the Nexus Cave of the Universe. <laughs> oh shit! He's found our gold. That guy's yeah, gonna get my gold. Like a uh, a metal Luna. I don't think that was Mark Strong's plot the entire time. He was gonna steal gold from Earth. Get <laughs> bar soon. I just had a realization. This entire movie is the origin of Matt's dad. <laughs> like, think about it. He goes to Mars and, lear- and learns how to fight. Dirty. He comes back and incites a race riot. <laughs> so much sense. And Carr is apparently immortal by the end of the movie, so. <gasps> that dying thing's game plan there? To die. He wanted to die a warrior's death. Thought that John Carter could give it to him. I have to say, it makes a lot more sense than he just gets killed by Bigfoot and wakes up on Mars. 
They should have done a realistic Mars, though, and he just gets there and immediately suffocates. <laughs> His head explodes. <laughs> Total recall. Oh! <laughs> it's the exact same special effect. His eyes bulge out of his head. Schwarzenegger is still there. He actually transports into Toll Recall. <laughs> it's the remake, so Brian Cranston's still there. <laughs> it's less exciting. He meets Quato. Brother, you know you got an alien come out of your stomach. Tries to shoot it. I like how he has like this origin sequence. Or he becomes Spider Man. I do like how subtly they have him learn how he does things like throughout the next twenty minutes or so. I think like two days from now, I'd be banging Wonder Woman. <laughs> the origin of the Ministry of Funny Walks. <laughs> this movie is the nexus of all realities. It is nice the Targs shave him, but don't cut off his long, flowing locks. They respect it. They know it looks good. They know how well it frames his face. No! You fool! <laughs> I fucking love this score. Yeah, can't... What's his name? Michael Gicciano or something? Giacchino. Uh, yeah, Giacchino. Can't he just score all sci-fi movies from now on? <sighs> really should. I wish. Crunch. Crunch. Walk. Walk. It was really cool how they did the, like, just the landscape of Mars effects the CGIing on top of other things just so it was still like real but it still feels it, it, it looks completely like seamless yeah I've had this experience before For some reason, I imagine Tars Tarkas laying one of these eggs. <laughs> They'll have to foe's face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 this Looks like droids, sir. <laughs> this is our second Defoe movie. And our first was Antichrist. So it It'd fits. Been, it, Admittedly, this isn't good CGI, but well, it's still disturbing, so it it works. Yeah. Here comes some good CGI, though. Yeah, I spent all their money making a green alien Willem Dafoe that still looks like Willem Dafoe somehow. So fucking creepy. Like he, like he looks nothing like Willem Dafoe, yet he looks like Willem Dafoe. I mean, look at that. It's so weird. It's like he had one of those iPhone apps to turn him into a Martian. <laughs> I want to see this movie without the effects. Like, just boom to phone in a mocap suit. Saying Jeddak. And the thing is, he wasn't wearing just a mocap suit. He was wearing one of those, um... Um... 
those stilts you wear. You're wearing like stilts. <laughs> they make him taller. He has tusks on. Just to help him get into the character. Actually, I believe he did have like some kind of <laughs> thing for tusks. So they knew where they were. Basically, he was the Green Goblin. <laughs> he just wore the old Green Goblin mask, just for the hell of it. To uh, intimidate well, the other actors. <laughs> <laughs> he brought his own tridents. <laughs> Think about it, John Carter. Think about it, Virginia. Why do we call each other Jedax more often? Tars Tarkas is the most amazing name. Ah, uh, Tars Tarkas. I want to. I want to legally have mine changed for that. Burroughs was a genius at naming things. Deja Thoris is still an amazing name. I was so happy whenever I was reading through Essential X-Men. I was reading through one of the Chris Claremont issues, and he named a boat the Deja Thoris. <laughs> so we're part of a secret club. That is a great name for a boat. It is. We're going to buy a boat, be great at it, and name it Deja Thoris. <laughs> <laughs> But we can't first, all be hog guy. First, there's a long, arduous process of becoming great at it. <laughs> we, we have to lose a finger. Touch. We have to be a part of the Avengers. Speaking of Dejah Thoris, the old copy of Princess of Mars I had had the greatest cover of all time. <laughs> Which is like this really over-the-top Frank Frazetta-style drawing of John Carter, nude, <laughs> surrounded by dead green Martians, holding an also-nude Dejah Thoris in his arm. It's just... The second I saw that cover, I knew, I have to read this book. You should have made that your avatar again for watching this. Or as always, for the next time we watch this, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Holy shit. By the way, that's another, another big difference between the book and this. In the book, everyone's naked. <laughs> Why um, couldn't that be this movie? Yeah. Why couldn't that be the movie Disney made? By the way, we're not saying Lynn Collins should play Wonder Woman. We're, we're saying Wonder Woman is in reality, uh, uh, came into our world, and became an actress uh, under the name Lynn Collins. And she kept her bracelets, so... Yeah. Also, like, even if she spoke with this accent, it would still... I would still buy it. Oh, also, Lynn Collins should play Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> because, look... Lynn Collins even looks like she could just, like, make a necklace out of my teeth or something. I mean, she's no Adrian Palicki, but... <laughs> Fuck you, man. Dare you. Could you imagine Lynn Collins playing Wonder Woman, but with that costume? Uh, she tears she it off and it. is wearing a normal Wonder Woman costume underneath it. It's your body painted. Oh, God. Oh, is there any differences to Deja Thoris between the book and the movie? Uh, not that I can remember. I do is remember. She is, is she still a scientist? I believe so. 
the original Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> princess and scientist. She also creates lemon grab. <laughs> I can see that being a John Carter <laughs> character. <laughs> Actors in everything now. What is what is his name? Like he's a really famous actor. Clear and hot is there something like that? Um, I'm getting a real Ricardo oh. Montalban vibe from him. Siren Hines or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's it. Pretty sure that's it. She's created the smelloscope. <laughs> How we can have three D movies. <laughs> They created humanity only so we could create 3D for them later on. It is called the Third Ray. So. I'm sorry, she's Wonder Woman. They're not even trying to disguise it. I, I mean, look. They just realized halfway through that she was Wonder Woman and changed her costuming accordingly. <laughs> they kind of do, if you think about it. She looks more and more like Wonder Woman throughout the movie. It's kind of fucked up. She fights like Wonder Woman. Has that perfect complexion too? Yeah. Even without the makeup. And think about like her weapons in the movie. She has a sword and a battle skirt at one point. And the bracelets. There's that scene where she drapes herself in the American flag. (laughs) There's also that deleted scene where she fights Superman and pals around with Nathan Fillion. Wow, they gave up on Deja Thoris quickly. I mean, seriously, she she still made it. It's more than you fuckers have done. That that's not scientific at all. Princess Bubblegum has really, none of this shit. <laughs> you're not really from Helium. You're from Themyscira. <laughs> we see through your trickery. You've brought dishonor to the proud name of Helium. Princess of the Amazons. Look, he has one or one bracelets, too. <laughs> He's Ares. I was about to say, he should actually play Ares in a one or one film opposite Lynn Collins. He's going to dress like Ares. She's just going to rape you a little bit. Somebody's playback's a little loud. I'm just lost in Lynn Collins' eyes. It's going to be really hard to commentate with Lynn Collins on screen and not reference the fact she is, in fact, Wonder Woman. With her tattoos. Or the most beautiful woman in the world. There, I sent it. She should have... Like, there should have been a version of John Carter just without Len Collins so we could actually focus. <laughs> Why would you want to live in such a world? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. By the way, I do like the way they got around just painting them all red. Like they were in the books. They just give them red tattoos. Yeah. They all have pretty uh, red complexions, though, but still. They just look more tan than anything else. Which, oddly enough, just makes her look even more like Wonder Woman. <laughs> she does look Greek as hell. 
Now we're just waiting for some Wonder Woman shit to happen. <laughs> Pretty much. Seriously, if there's a Wonder Woman movie and she is not Wonder Woman, it's not it's not going to be good. No. Well, there's not going to be a Wonder Woman movie, so. Problem solved. Yes. But I'm dead serious on this. She's the only person who can play Wonder Woman. Haley Atwell would be a good stand-in. But... Uh, Haley Atwell or Gemma Archerton. That's like the two runner-ups, but far behind runner-ups because she's in like first, second, Neil third Gaiman. place. You look like Neil Gaiman. It's that actor who I always think is Neil Gaiman. I see him all the time. Actually, it's not... It's not so much that he looks like Neil Gaiman. He looks like Neil Gaiman as as the Sandman. <laughs> he does. He does. Oh, oh, John yeah, Cutter's in this Carter. movie. <laughs> Flash! Oh. Oh. Defender of the Universe. When you think about it, Tars Tarkas is his Voltan. <laughs> it's kind of true. Kantos Khan is his Prince Baron. <laughs> Way to be over the top. Bitch. Look how many arms I have. <laughs> now what's what's the director of this doing now? So the director of um uh, Ratatouille. No, yeah. that was Brad Bird. Uh, oh, yeah. um, he did a Pixar was, movie. I think, I think it was, was Finding Nemo. Yeah, hold on, let me check. Finding Nemo or Up? Uh, it might have been... Yeah, no, it, it was definitely Up. Uh, let me check. I don't remember his name. Vamp, guys, come on. It's not Teeth... On our necklace, it's just chicken bones. I want chicken so bad, I can't even tell you guys. I like how they essentially established a character just so we would cheer for them to die. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, oh, Andrew Sten, that's it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, he did He did direct Finding Nemo and Wally. And, uh, yeah, Finding Nemo and Wally. Is he working on anything else right now? Um, I will tell you in a second. He has... Uh, well, he's directing Finding Dory, the sequel to Finding Nemo. Uh, he has that's... not directed anything since John Carter. And before that, he didn't direct anything since Wally. E. And before that, he didn't direct anything since Finding Nemo. Oh, you see, he directed A Bug's Life. <laughs> Whoa. The Pixar movie they don't talk about. Because <laughs> everyone confuses it with ants. Ants. Woody Allen's children movie. One of the weirdest things ever made. I just realized this is the only movie where the Green Goblin and Sandman team up. <laughs> There's a weird fact. He's the vo- he's apparently the voice of Emperor Zurg. Yeah, I know. I knew that. He was, uh... Like, he did it in... Uh, not only Toy Story 2, but I think he did it in, like, the series? The animated series? Yeah. So this is a movie where the Green Goblin and Sandman have a rivalry as directed by Emperor Zurg <laughs> over the fate of Gambit. 
And it stars Gambit. And Wonder Woman's a part of it. <laughs> and Sinestro sets it all into play. <laughs> this is all being read by Junie from Spy Kids. Also, Jigsaw's retarded cousin, isn't it? Oh, and because I'm not calling him Jigsaw, I'm sorry. And you shouldn't. And uh, Clarence Hines was technically um, the devil in Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. So there you go. Oh, this also, movie is the nexus purpose. of all realities. Oh, Andrew Stan also wrote Monsters University. Oh. That kind of take the wind out of your sails when you found out the next Pixar movie was going to be Finding Dory. Yep. Yeah. So Disney's pretty much just killed Pixar, haven't they? Probably. Though to be fair, it's all on Pixar for Cars, so. I will still say that the first Cars is a decent movie. You'll fuck yourself. Cars 2 is... Uh, Cars 2 broke my heart. Like, I got 30 minutes into Cars 2 and had to leave. I got a picture of Lynn Collins with red hair. As you're doing that, I'm looking at Taylor Kitsch shirtless. What does that say about me? Things. Still, bum- It still bums me out so much that we'll never get a sequel to this. Never get to Chessmen of Mars. Because there were like 11 books in the series. Yeah. There are more volumes to this than the, the Sandman. To be fair, I think even most fans only really care about the first three. Which aren't those the only ones that are written in the uh, first person? Uh, I'm not sure. I did think that it went through the same transition that Tarzan went through, or like, by the end he's just fighting Nazis. <laughs> Space Nazis. Get out of my Mars, you damn Nazis! Hey. Is this thing in the book? Yeah. And looks ex- I mean, it's described exactly as it looks in this movie. I'm really impressed. <laughs> Same thing for the Green Men of Thak. They look exactly like you imagine them whenever you read the book. Like, if you go to the cover of that book, that edition I was talking about, they look exactly like that. It almost yeah. looks like concept art. Edgar Rice Burroughs was always good about giving things really evocative de- descriptions. Where, like, there's no no confusion on what anything would look like. Well, you have... It, the exact picture in your head that he intended. I can't do that. It drives me insane. I like how this monster is, like, the cutest thing. Like, you just want to take it home. With its ten legs. And the speed of the Flash. (laughs) Taylor Kitsch is the Flash. I think we've got enough comic book movie references in this movie already. Civil War, Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You've already done Victorian Bruce Banner, so.
Man, I wish I had fur sleeves like that. He stole them from Felicia Hardy. <laughs> See, they taught him how to fight dirty. It is Matt's dad. So is that in the book at all? That the, uh, he learns how to understand them or something? Yeah, I think uh, this portion of the movie with uh, the Green Martians is pretty much just the book. Actually, I think the majority of A Princess of Mars is this portion of the movie. Their heads are so skinny. This thing. I have two hands. (laughs) Your argument is invalid. Okay, I'm sorry. They made him look too much like Willem Dafoe. Like, it's it's not right. It's uncanny valley. It's very right. Because of those soulful eyes. Just think. Somewhere at this exact same moment, Cowboys and Aliens is happening. <laughs> Ironically, there's a lot of similar design work there. This is like the version of Cowboys and Aliens that's actually memorable. Everybody was so looking forward to Cowboys and, and Aliens. It's not the greatest premise ever. Yeah. I watched that movie twice and I still couldn't tell you what happens in it. I'm still very confused. Olivia stuff. Wilde was sparkly for a moment and Harrison Ford mumbled. Harrison Ford was awesome in that movie, though. God damn it, was he good in that movie? That's all I remember. It's still weird to think that there was a Western starring Daniel Craig. <sighs> Kentucky Daniel Craig. Biggest problem with Cowboys and Aliens? Wasn't called Cowboys versus Aliens. Uh, you had that problem too. Yeah. I think everybody did. But a woman must live. <laughs> you want to smash that, don't you? I love Wingman Strong. If we're successful, the Sinestro Corps will rise. <laughs> Come along, bad guy from 300. And I have to say, it's a little racist, Tarstarkus. <laughs> you should, by the way, you should say that more often, Mike. Let, men, let red men kill red men. Until <laughs> only Tars remain. Only the savage green men of Thak. <laughs> so only the Mikes remain. I have a race of people on Mars that all look like me. The savage green men of Mike. Oh, God. Wonder Woman. I saw her butt. Yeah. And here she's just Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. She's just wearing Wonder Woman's armor. Yeah. Even looks like an eagle. It does? <laughs> With her visible jet. 
It is pretty much like they just said, fuck it, she's Wonder Woman now. <laughs> See, this is why Andrew Stanley's a director of Wonder Woman movie. He would understand it too much. It's just called Diana Prince. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's about the porn star. Well, I guess for posterity, we should probably discuss why this movie is called John Carter. Yeah, I guess we should. It is fascinating to listen to. Now, the first book in the series is called A Princess of Mars. And that's originally what the movie was going to be named, I think, until... She's got the Wonder Woman cape that she has sometimes. Posing like Wonder Woman there. Anyway, go on. Cleaning off blood like Wonder Woman. Acting like Wonder Woman. Being Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, John Carter of Mars, the title. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't remember where, when exactly the change came, if it was before they started shooting or in pre-production, but uh, originally it was going to be Princess of Mars. I think it was before they started shooting, it changed. But then executives at DC said, well, we can't promote the... Disney, you should be Disney. (laughs) You're so (laughs) just shitting on DC. (laughs) No, no, it's it's Wonder Woman. Woman. (laughs) Good point, good point. Uh, uh, The execs at Disney were like, well, we can't promote this movie if it's a Princess of Mars. Like, Boys won't go to see it. It has princess in the title. This coming from Disney, whose half of their filmography is filled with Disney uh, princess movies. Yeah, so, so I said, okay, we'll just call it John Carter of Mars. Uh, no, no, no. No, no wait, hold, it goes a little deeper than that. They said they would call it John Carter of Mars, which, to be fair, when it was under like Paramount and stuff like that, that's what it was being called when it was being made. Yeah. Even when Favreau was doing it, and when it was going to be that CGI movie. Yeah, well, this series has been in development hell for like a decade. I remember Stephen Summers was going to direct it for the longest time. Oh, it was uh, almost made in the 80s. Which is a fascinating story. Um, but it went into production as John Carter of Mars. It went through production as John Carter of Mars. And, you know, obviously this movie was in post-production for a long time because all the effects. Like, for what? Like a year? It felt like? And then uh, Mars Needs Moms came out. Well, it, was, it was that and... And they didn't think that girls would go see a movie with <laughs> Mars in the title. <laughs> so imagine the director's like, well, who the fuck's going to go to this movie? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want girls in the audience, and we don't want guys either. We we so market we only to, to the savage green men of Thack. <laughs> so we come up with a generic title that no one will understand or like, and, and it'll whatever. fit with our generic trailers and our generic TV spots. Where it just oh, looks like series with John Carter in just plain white lettering over an image from the film. Like when this film was coming out. Was anyone excited to see it? Like, us included? I was, because... Just because of the trailer... 
the first teaser trailer trailer to this actually did look pretty amazing. Yeah, the first teaser trailer was cool, but it was. And I've just been excited to see a movie based on this series for the longest time. Yeah, I think that's what kept anybody's excitement up because the trailers were just for anyone who didn't understand what it was or didn't understand the legacy. It just it didn't make like, any sense. It looked like Avatar. Yeah, like- it looked like Disney's ripoff of Avatar, like a cheap cash in movie. Another problem is because of how old John the John Carter stories are, pretty much everything after it just borrowed from John Carter. I mean, so most comics, pulp stories, like Star Wars. Now, where do you think the term Jedi comes from? Yeah, just storytelling in general, adventure storytelling. So, so inadvertently, it becomes a rip off of everything that it inspired. Yeah, so it has a generic name and looks and it appears to be just a generic sci-fi movie. Which to be fair, it's like I knew nothing about John Carter and just seeing those TV spots and trailers just like there's really nothing that looked interesting about it to me. And they did such a shitty job of trying to of just explain. They didn't explain what the hell the movie was. Oh, my favorite story about that is I was in I think Target a year ago, like right after this had been put on DVD. And on one of the DVDs, they had put a sticker on the front that says, a Confederate soldier is teleported to Mars. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Hello, and Wonder Woman. It's, it's like if they just named this movie Steve. <laughs> <laughs> just Steve in plain white lettering. Above Taylor Kitsch standing in a desert. And really taking away the of Mars. And they also wanted. They want to be able to call. Disney wanted to be able to call the sequel John Carter of Mars. So they were future proofing themselves. At least that's what they tried to explain to themselves. To talk them into such a shitty decision. Now, I just remember like there was a banner that was just John Carter in white lettering. And it was just a picture of him riding atop something. And was like, what the fuck is this movie? I already know what it is, and this is confusing me. <laughs> I mean, it's... And again, going to the rip-off thing, it's like... She smacks his ass like Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's like if they took that William Gibson book, Neuromancer, and made it into a movie today, it would just look like it was ripping off The Matrix and Ghost in the Shell and Blade Runner. Yeah. That's always the problem you run into whenever you adapt influential works. And again, like whenever they made Watchmen and you know, Ozymandias' master plan had already been seen by millions of Americans on Heroes a few years before. <laughs> like anybody watched Heroes. But I see your point. Heroes was very popular for the first season where it almost seemed like a good show. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing in the world, people describing ridiculously s- simplistic plot points by drawing things in the sand. <laughs> we got to watch more movies like this. My favorite is still Con Air. My favorite will always be Anacondas 2, Search for the Blood Orchid, where a character, li- character literally goes, We are here. We need to go here and then here, but draws it in the sand. (laughs) 
You saw that movie? <laughs> of course he did. He's hero. Hero sees all. But um, hero the watcher. Like, isn't he really only has himself to blame for why this movie failed? What you call magic, I call science. I come from a world where they are both one and the same. (laughs) And I really don't understand people who don't like this movie. Well, people don't like this movie because it didn't make money. Yeah, pretty much. It didn't make money, and it seemed like a ripoff of Avatar, so it needed to die. It was like this weird thing where, like, everybody loved Avatar when it came out. Then they immediately got sick of Avatar, so what they viewed as the next Avatar got all of their hate. Not like me, who didn't like Avatar when it came out, either. It makes me wonder what the hell is going to happen when Avatar 2 comes out. No one will care. I mean, it will make a bazillion dollars, but I don't think anybody's clamoring for Avatar 2 right now. Everybody forgot about Avatar. It's just a joke you say things. Oh, it looks like Avatar. That's pretty much it. Um, but that yeah. was Mike on Avatar. <laughs> um, it is this weird thing the internet does occasionally. This movie didn't make any money, money so that means it's bad. So I'm going to see it, and then I'm going to say it's bad. Other people who said that Dread was terrible. Yeah. Because it didn't make money. There are people who said Dread was terrible? Yep. Why aren't we killing those people right now? They're actually doing that on the Nerdist, on the... the uh, Warren Ellis interview where they were talking about John Carter and how terrible it was even though none of them had seen it. I guarantee you none of them have seen it. And I start talking about and what's the deal with Dread? Lionsgate should have known that movie would have bombed. Then Ellis immediately corrects them on it. (laughs) Thank God for Ellis. His beard. John Carter just became the thing that the internet decided to latch onto and hate for no real reason. So it just, it's just one of those things that are then you just have to hate because it's cool. It's in vogue to hate John Carter. Well, it's in vogue to hate everything. Like, yeah. There always has to be a punching bag at one particular point. It's such a shame because it's like... It's one of those movies they don't really make much of anymore. Yeah, they don't make adventure movies very much. Yeah, and if they are, they're usually like something like uh, Prince of Persia, <laughs> which was close to being a good movie, except for some very, very bad things. I turned it off like twenty minutes in. It's worth for it's worth it for Jim Arterton, and for you know everything. that amazing that amazing everything is worth it for Jim Arterton. That amazing Ben Kingsley performance. Oh yeah, Aslan has been out into the sun. He needs to go inside, clear his head. <laughs> and I'll Jake Gyllenhaal as a Persian prince. I'll unleash what? God's wrath? Hell itself? <laughs> I love Ben Kingsley so much. <laughs> That's how I was going to play the Mandarin. <laughs> You'll never see me coming. Haru Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just want to say, I like how we're talking about Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin, 
in a John Carter commentary. While looking at Wonder Woman. I was going to say, doesn't that just seem like Wonder Woman meeting Steve Trevor? Yes. And learning how to shake hands. <laughs> They're talking about Isis, the Wonder Woman character. <laughs> A little the broken tusk. He cut that off himself. Inside, he only had one tusk. <laughs> he was cursed with a body that didn't reflect that. So it was all the stuff with uh, Tars's daughter and everything, like in the book? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I said all the stuff with the Green Martians is very, very close to the book, as far as I can remember. I have the books, I just haven't read them yet. You have all 13 volumes. I'm just going to keep adding two every time I mention it. <laughs> that 30-volume series. I'm just watching the movie at this point. Now, the last book is just about what John Carter did on Earth after he got back. The women he loved. None of them is tight. He fights for freedom and lives for love. <laughs> He's a new kind of hero. <laughs> this movie does do a great job of making you completely forget this is a character CGI. It really does. And once again, it's a CGI character interacting with real things and real people, and you can't tell. I mean, it does a better job than uh, Avatar did in that respect. Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as the real thing showed up next to, what are the fucking blue things called? The Navi. The Navi. It completely destroyed it. It's easy to make CGI look good when it's surrounded by CGI, which is what most, pretty much every scene with the Navi was. I would have argued that. Watchmen had better CGI than Avatar did. I was always disappointed that it didn't get at least a special effects and all. Yeah. I mean, District 9 came out the same year as Avatar. And look at that. Look at that amazing CGI stand next to people. Oh, I thought you were just talking about that rock face. Look at it. <laughs> no. Look at the history. I <laughs> <laughs> was carved by time. The sculptor that will touch us all eventually. <laughs> Damn it, here I'm trying to talk about District 9 here. Wonder Woman. That is a Wonder Woman thing to do right there. She's essentially Paul wearing a Wonder a Woman short. costume now. Pretty much. She wears a Wonder Woman costume throughout the rest of the movie. And her satin tights fighting for her rights. And the old white ride in blue. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch makes me wet, too. Wait, what? <laughs> she thinks she has the beauty of Athena. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why she doesn't have a mother in this movie. <laughs> you don't talk about that here in this house, though. Yeah, before we began the commentary, for some reason we watched the five-minute test pilot for... Uh, the comedic take on Wonder Woman. 
That was apparently going to follow up Adam West's Batman. Yeah, it was from 1967. Look it up on YouTube if you can. It's amazing. It's only five minutes long, but it's so worth it. It's an epic five minutes. Of utter sexism. <laughs> and it has the, uh, the announcer from Batman, too, which is fantastic. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Whoa, a superhero who is also a woman? How delightfully absurd. <laughs> I don't know why I became hedonism, but... No! Mm, I grow bored. <laughs> Let's do Futurama voices for the rest of the commentary. Woo! Anyway. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Nixon should have been a villain here on Mars. It's the Mandarin. That makes sense. Nixon takes over Parsu. <laughs> He's not content with having his name on the moon. He wants it on Mars as well. He's writing those weird camel things. Well, damn it, George Tarkas. (laughs) (laughs) The venom in your voice. (laughs) Kaior Kantoskan. Headless buddy of Agnew. Take helium. Dejah Thoris battles it. <laughs> you can fucking walk, Dejah. They're wearing a better skirt than Wonder Woman. I love how she says John Carter, by the way. Her enunciation. Okay, her pants are almost falling off, right? Yes, Mike, it's not an optical illusion. Ranger. It is smelly and gross. His favorite movie is Tango and Cash. Come on. Did you see Punisher Warzone? <laughs> uh, somebody's playback's a little loud again. And I don't think we're all synced up exactly, so I don't want a weird echo. Though I like the idea of double in Collins. Don't we all? Oh, I'm having a fantastic mental image right now. Nobody bother me. Nobody bother me. Oh, oh God, Nixon's entering it. <laughs> By the way, what's your timestamp? Uh, uh, an hour and three minutes, 26 seconds. Yeah, it's me too. Really? I'm, it's 29 like seconds. 108. What are you looking at? Uh, on Deja the... on the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're on John Carter. Yeah. Alright, tell me when you're on the boat and he's looking up at something and it's close up on him. Yeah, how did you get that far ahead? Uh, my DVD fucked up and skipped me forward. Yeah. What timestamps are we looking out for? Uh, I'm on like 108. Okay, so we got a while. What's happening in the scene at 108? Uh, they're on the raft. Okay. Technical difficulties, folks. I'll see how so far back I can bring this. So I think Mike and I are going to take over the commentary from here. Empty. <laughs> uh, How's I your day? I to rewind a little bit. Just rewind to uh, 105, because we're at uh, 
We're like 30 we're, seconds we're, away. Yeah. We're pretty damn close. Heartfelt scene. The emotion of Wonder Woman. Look at that fucking just battle costume John Carter has. Alright, tell me whenever the ridiculous like, flying machine transforms. It's, it's like if transforms. it's like if Hawkman were done in a non ridiculous way. Yeah, it's true. Are you saying absolute justice was ridiculous? No, no. Absolute justice was a work of fiction. A work of art. A villain from three hundred is angry and getting on the flying machine. Riding his hog. He's about to fly off. Oh, Mark Strong's there. Through magic. <laughs> Mark Strong is everywhere. It's lifting off. Through magic. I'm synced up. Okay. Uh, what's your timestamp? Uh, 105-28-29-30-31. You're only like 10 seconds behind me. Yeah, I'm on 42, 43, 44. 45. Uh, Mark Strong, blue eyes. There we go. Oh, teleportation! <laughs> oh, no one's around to enjoy my teleportation. Yes, teleportation is a lonely business. I do like how they just... How we got to see a outfit like the one John Carter's wearing that's usually just reserved for Frazetta paintings and... I know. And <laughs> again, so it looks, awesome. it's the exact outfit he has in the, in the book. Like, look at that cover and that's exactly what he's wearing. Yeah. Like, it curves in the same way. Also, I think they might, may have consulted that whenever they were doing the designs. They had to have. I'm sure they consulted pretty much everything. I can jump like that. I just choose not to. Wonder Woman. They're my sticks. Other than that, he's wearing the Orin from the Neverending Story. Row, row, row your boat. MB, something serious is happening on screen. Enough of your tomfoolery. These are emotions. Gently down the street. Aww. I wish I had a ten-legged space dog on Mars. Yeah, that was CGI. I wish there was more CGI in my life. Me too. What do you think, CGI Willem Dafoe? See, he's not here, so nothing. Yeah. That's a exactly. whole lot living. Yeah. I mean, these are the problems of the white man. <laughs> the tears of the great white ape. I mean, I want Dr. Manhattan in my room right now. Is that going to happen? Of course not. 
We want Dr. Manhattan in our rooms for several reasons. Well, he's wearing the shorts. Look, he can change the size and shape of his cock at will. That's all I'm saying. I, I, you, 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 if it could exist, you would want to know that guy, too. I'm sorry. All right. All right. I admit it. I've, I've thought long and hard about this. Yeah, I'm glad you admit it because it's true. Notice how I said long and hard without actually intending. I caught it, but I was going to let you have that one. But then you took it for me. Uh, that was noble of you. It's what I do. By the way, stuff is happening. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Garda, you idiot. What have you done? He, he destroys Mars. The whole thing just crumbles away. Wonder Woman. God. I... Did they just know? Like, do you think the filmmaker seriously knew? Like, there's moments where there's no way he's not shooting her as Wonder Woman. Like, maybe that's the movie Andrew Stanton really wanted to make. <laughs> this was his audition for Wonder Woman. That's why Syrian Hines is basically Ares. <laughs> John Carter as Space Driver. Interestingly, his he, Wonder Woman also would have tattoos. You know, his, he wouldn't be a bad Steve Trevor, actually. He, <laughs> he really wouldn't. Oh, we're going to find out, like, Syrian Hines' real name is, like, James. Or well, Trudy. Well, then he should change his name to Syrian Hines. Syrian Hines sounds like a villain who's going to create some kind of mass poison. It sounds like somebody who collaborates with the Joker, but then dies before the third act. <laughs> what we're saying is we have a movie for you, Syrian Hines. <laughs> you promised Gotham City would be mine. I paid you a small fortune. Wonder Woman should have tribal tattoos. It makes sense. They should just redraw Wonder Woman in the comics as Lynn Collins. They don't really change much at all. I'd be totally okay with Wonder Woman getting tattoos in the comics. It's an eagle tramp stamp. <laughs> That'd be awesome. A bunch of straight guys complain. There's a tattoo on her back that says Fearless Defenders. Doesn't make any sense. She loves Misty Knight. <laughs> Make out. Let's look at the Make twinkle in his out. eyes. <laughs> it's kind of magic, Deja. <laughs> Man, I want to know a girl named Deja. Just out of frame, David is exploring it with a look of childlike innocence on his face. <laughs> look at her just crouching like Wonder Woman. <laughs> look at her breathing like Wonder Woman. Look at her figuring shit out like Wonder Woman. <laughs> 
using that fucking Wonder Woman brain of his. Yes, of his. <laughs> of his. I'm sorry, I was lost in Taylor Kitsch's eyes again. <laughs> he too was Wonder Woman. He's Captain Wonder. Which you've, if you've ever seen a cover of, is the most terrifying character ever. Just a just Trevor in a Wonder Woman costume, possessed by <laughs> Captain Psycho. I love Captain Psycho. She's gonna fuck shit up. That's the look of fury in her eyes. I bet in the end all John Carter wants is his damn gold. He wants to buy a really nice noose so he can hang himself with it. I like how the most cliched motivation they could think of is still way more character development than he has in the books. (laughs) In the book, his character arc is he's white. He's white and he conquers everything. That isn't white. Well, he battles white apes, so. They weren't white enough. Well, he saw that as uh, black men trying to be white. He brings the white man's burden with him and reads it aloud to the citizens of Barsoom. I don't know why, but I've always been obsessed with the white man's burden. Just the idea that that's a book that exists. You do reference that a lot. It was written by Rudyard Kipling. And mostly in the presence of Matt. (laughs) He brings it out of me. Listen to Blow the Bile Ball, everybody, on iTunes. And soon, Stitcher. If you take one thing away from this commentary for John Carter. White man's burden. Wonder Woman. Barsoom. Wonder Woman's <laughs> burden. Why don't we vacation in Bar- Barsoom? The cool version of Mars, not that bullshit scientific Mars. Uh, the really bitchin' green men from Mars. Yeah, it turns out the green men we saw earlier were the pussies. Yeah. These ones are like Superman villains. <laughs> Doomsday's there. They look vaguely like Doomsday. <laughs> Doomsday was inspired by them. <laughs> On a personal level, like Doomsday saw them, it was just like I guess a motive. That. Someday, he has a poster of them in his bedroom. <laughs> he works out while staring at it, <laughs> listening to Bad Company. It's a pretty awesome action sequence coming up. The uh, the cutaways to him bearing his wife and stuff. A nice touch. <laughs> it's kind of a disarming moment. Did you really 
kick the door down? I mean, the place was just like I mean, he was angry. I mean, you could have just went around it. To be fair, I mean, it just seems unnecessary. The so door was the one part of the house that was still standing. He knocked it down. <laughs> symmetry. Oh, okay. he's ADD. You could totally see your ass there for a second. Just FYI, folks at home, pause the commentary. <laughs> Go back, watch it in slow motion. We'll wait for you. It looks like it looked like a Rosetta painting there for a second. Awesome. I like how the scene in the trailer looks like the most stock thing ever, and then in the movie, it's like one of the most epic things ever. It really is. This disarming cutaway. Especially in the, especially in the trailer, we just made it look like they just did really over the top wire work. I like that he basically has the Saint of Killers origin. <laughs> what color you bleed, green man? See, if Disney had didn't have their heads up their asses, we could have totally got a Frazetta inspired poster for this movie. Get Drew Strews end up drawn. Frank Avelli. Barsoon. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> I like how we just like saying Barsoon now. Savage Green it's, Men of Thack. It's a fun word to say. Barsoon. It's one of those words that should be stupid, but you just accept it. There's one thing Edward Rice Burroughs was good at. It was mixing syllables together. He's the king of made up shit. I, I wish I could make up words as well. I mean, just stop for a second and think. That until Edgar Rice Burroughs, the word Tarzan didn't exist. That's fucked up. He's literally there by himself. They could just kill him and completely end the war right here. <laughs> it's just one of his many douche bots. <laughs> Claire and Hines hands her a thing of petroleum jelly. This will make it easier. <laughs> I think our dad's cape is the cover, the, the color of a couch. <laughs> a nice couch. This is the one scene where she's not Wonder Woman. No. And then she becomes Wonder Woman. <laughs> My God. I want a Wonder Woman movie starring her. Look at look at that. She has, Wonder, she has Wonder Woman's eyes. How does a person have that? Fucked up. Even just the girth of her like forearms, just Wonder Woman esque. Look at that. Like she's shaped like Wonder Woman. She thinks like Wonder Woman. She is she, in reality Wonder Woman. I wonder, 
like, if we go back in this commentary, how many times we have said Wonder Woman? Not enough. <laughs> That's a job for you folks at home. People folks. The John right Carter in. drinking game. <laughs> right in at pulpnightmare at AOL.com. <laughs> Watch someone try to do that. Keor Cantoscon. Disappointed they don't say that in the movie. I don't know why, but I've been obsessed with that line since I was a kid. It sounds like a cool... I want, I want whoever designed the costumes in this movie to work on a comic book movie. It's pretty awesome. Did do the costume. Look that up. They are insanely well done. She got this teardrop tattoo. For every blood he's killed... Macy Rubio did the costume design. Another amazing name. Good job, Edgar Rice. Wow, she was costume designer on Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) So it makes sense. Well played, Internet. (laughs) Oh, she was... Oh my god, she was costume designer on (laughs) Dragon Ball Evolution. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Well... How do you go from Dragon Ball Evolution and Avatar in the same year? Well, Piccolo's and, and, outfit was pretty cool. Oh, well, she's the costume designer in World War Z. She designed the rags. <laughs> well, I love how in this version of the story, Kantos Khan is brought in like, Oh, you don't know me, but I'm awesome. Is he like a awesome character in the book? I've... Vaguely remember, yeah. But isn't that like a great way to introduce a character? Hey, I'm awesome. Just winking the gun. He actually has a gun. Yeah, Michael Chabon helped. Yeah, that was what got me so excited in the first place. And had me convinced that... uh, um. Michael Chabon... But yeah, I was. I couldn't believe when I heard that Michael Chabon wrote the script of this. Oh, I didn't know Nathan Crowley did the uh, production design. I'm finding all kinds of shit out. This movie just has layers and layers of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest mystery of all is she Wonder Woman? The answer is yes. That's, that's not a mystery. Um, they, just, they just continue to throw Wonder Woman shit on her. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just ridiculously Wonder Woman. Like, she, this is this is her Themyscarian garb. Like, she has Wonder Woman's bust. It's really strange. <laughs> it really yeah. is. They used to have her belly button showing exactly like how Wonder Woman would appear in a comic. Just like the greatest Wonder Woman movie ever made. <laughs> well, probably be better than what we'll actually get. Good point. Wonder Woman of Barsoom. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's Wonder Woman. And boobs. 
All she needs is the tiara. I do think she wears a tiara at one point. I think she does. John Carr, the most jacked prospector of all time. <laughs> I like that he's just ash at this point. <laughs> I got your book for you. Now take me home. Like in the deal. Boom. <laughs> The Orin will guide you across your journeys through Fantasia. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Let's imagine, now I just imagine, John Carter fighting evil John Carter. <laughs> In a junkyard. <laughs> so many references going on at once. <laughs> This is the nexus of all movie universes. Damn you, Burroughs. God damn it, is she Wonder Woman right here? She's walking like Wonder Woman. Her dress is flowing like Wonder Woman. They're getting the fuck out of her way like she's Wonder Woman. Meanwhile, Carter's on the ceiling, just barely holding himself in place. Uh, it's on the, on the set... <laughs> On the set, she was eating catering, like Wonder Woman. All grapes. Like Wonder Woman. <laughs> I, I meant that as a joke. I, th- I forgot that he actually was in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> be great if this just became a bedroom farce for one scene. Mmm, that John Carter isn't in here, is he? He's hiding behind the curtains. Didn't expect that, did you? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I look when I want to get my freak on. (laughs) I'm freaking out. Mark Strong's turning into women. (laughs) We're marriage now. That confuses you, don't it? (laughs) Watch this. Boom, we're in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) Boom, bowling alley. Boom, we're back in the carriage. Now we're back to the previous location. But four minutes in the past. Arson. <laughs> the gods of Mars are such dicks. Well, one of them is Sinestro. This is actually Sinestro before he joins the Lantern Corps. He's just a lost soul. He's a white lantern. <laughs> I like how it's true across the universe that the people who run things are a bunch of evil old white guys. So it's like America. Dick Jones is there. <laughs> Space Dick Jones. <laughs> <laughs> If Ronnie Cox could be in this movie, he would have. (laughs) 
Check me out. I'm hot. Like that? Sometimes I do this and hit on women. I'm an old lady. <laughs> Sometimes I turn into this and also hit on women. <laughs> you didn't expect there to be a parade, did you? <laughs> you didn't expect there to be so many people watching the parade, did you? Look, there's that douchebag holding hands with your girl. It pisses you off, doesn't it? <laughs> now we're by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> She's even rolled through the streets like one of her ones. It's like so uncomfortable. You know, winnings are bad enough, but that doesn't stand out at all. At all. Oh, he's Zordon again. He is Zordon. Wings are bad enough, but when you have to be part of a parade to get all married, right. bitch. Yeah, I'm just all over the place, aren't I? <laughs> you don't know what the fuck to think. <laughs> I can become Tisha Thoris for you. Yeah, you like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm going to later on. <laughs> Whether you want it or not. Boogity boogity. <laughs> I'm just going to become you and start jerking off while looking at you. <laughs> you can't do shit about it. <laughs> and we'll be on Jupiter. <laughs> you know what they call Jupiter on Jupiter? I have no idea. But we're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to go right to the red spot. It's red like Mars, so I feel comfortable. I'm a hot guy again. <laughs> now we're on Namek. <laughs> ah, I'm tired now. That was a big Like my day. robes. They make me look huge. Yeah, actually my neck is not this long. It's, it's an effect of the robe. I like it. But like that uh, moment in Ichi the Killer where the guy takes off his clothes and he's super muscular. Now you gotta make everything about Ichi the Killer, Mike. Hero, there's no love in your violence. I like Mark Strong's bling. <laughs> it just looks like he has a um a cell phone headset on the entire time. He does. Hold on, I'm getting a call. So there's douchebags and voodoo again. <laughs> Watch as things unfold as like a dream. <laughs> I like our characterization for this character more than I, I like this characterization in the movie. Where he's just evil. Oh, he's evil here. He's just a dick. I gave you tattoos. You like that? Hail, hail, Hydra, Hydra. You also gave uh, <laughs> you also gave John Carter a tramp stamp. Tell him. It says "Made in Barsoom." It's an joke. <laughs> I had a, I get a tramp stamp that said "Property of Deja Thoris." Actually, I ah, may... I did not will this into being. What the hell? 
Life is trolling me now. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, Mark Strong is playing Space Matt Fraction. Pretty much. He doesn't talk about Police Academy as much. But I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die, sexy. <laughs> To the Carter cycle. <laughs> Why doesn't the Flash have a fast dog? He should. They introduced a Flash dog in the New 52. Dog's name is Wally. <laughs> so it makes sense. Because that's how they see him now. You think somewhere out there is the giant walking mechanical spider from Wild Wild West? <laughs> John Peters also, must be hard. That movie also took place on Barsoom. <laughs> Makes so much more sense that way. By the way, that sequence kind of reminds me of that level in Halo 4. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was the first thing I thought of when I saw this. Deja, Lynn Collins is Cortana. She would be Cortana. I'm sorry, I can't see her in any other role now. Aside from Wonder Woman. How did they do the effect of him getting his face licked? Because his face, because his head actually moved up with the lick. Like he had force against it. I just had one of those giant American gladiator pins and then just rubbed <laughs> it against his face. It was by Willem Dafoe, too, which is weird. He <laughs> wasn't Dafoe. even needed on set that day. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, allow me. <laughs> I love your Willem Dafoe impression so much. I'm going to direct this scene. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. He's, he's wearing the tentacles from Spider-Man, too. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe and David Lynch would get along really well. Because our impressions of them are exactly the same. Look at him covering up one boob for modesty. Glare. Walk away. <laughs> Such a dick, Stan, man. <laughs> They just keep making me masturbate over. <laughs> a man appears to me in gray robes. He trolls me. Oh, <laughs> say he trolls me. It's so amazing. <laughs> and I want tusks. Tusks. <laughs> I mean, they're not you've always wanted, Mike. <laughs> uh, if you could choose, mandibles or tusks? Ooh, that's a close one. I'd go with mandibles. Yeah, I'd go with mandibles. Could you do the predator thing where you just move one? It looks really badass. See, I'd get neither. I'd get that uh, xenomorph double mouth. Well, quite frankly, Hero, you can't say you get neither when you didn't give a third option. I never said it was just the two. 
Oh, you... There's an entire universe of mouth customizations out there. (laughs) It's not my fault that you don't have an imagination. You piece of shit. Oh, I like Willem Dafoe just flipping out. (sighs) My heart, Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to cop a feel? You're actually making it more difficult for me to walk. I'm going to be honest. I've been in this prison so long, that's actually rather appealing. <laughs> you're not a ta- you're not a thark, so it's not gay. It's not gay on Barsoom. <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, here, you're still recording, right? Yes. Okay, because my recorder just stopped. <laughs> I thought that was the highlight of the commentary. <laughs> yeah, it just uh, it just crashed, so I'm glad you're recording. He's so envious of those shoulder furs. They're pretty amazing shoulder furs. That's the closest thing to a a crown in their society. I should rock shoulder furs. Hero, say shoulder furs uh, five times fast. Shoulder furs. Good job. Barsoom. (laughs) Barsoom, Goop. Like how the white it's really random. Like how the white apes look accidentally like uh, bizarro versions of the monsters from Attack the Block. <laughs> they kinda do. Those look a bit like Rancors if Rancors had fur. John Carter is off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> alternate Disney tagline. Christoph Waltz reason. Actually, Christoph Waltz is playing the white ape here. (laughs) That fur is all beard. (laughs) (laughs) It also wasn't an Oscar. See, that's your problem, white apes. Teamwork. (laughs) Look at it. Look at it. It's going to fuck you up, and I want you to see. This is the only moment in movie history where two female characters fight and one doesn't call the other bitch. There's no such word as bitch on Parsoom. The closest they have is Bikatok. <laughs> Which means woman of foul appearance. <laughs> Girl, I'm Joke so of the commentary. Like two hours sleep. <laughs> that was the joke of the commentary. Wait, I just realized how easy it is to get that hook off that chain. <laughs> you could just slide it around. 
have sliding technology on Barsoom. God damn you, Barsoom. I'm the absorbing man now. <laughs> he action fell. Somewhere I thought they smelled bad on the outside. On the outside. Somewhere Greg Proops is doing commentary for this. Live play-by-play. That's, That's a Star Wars joke. I was thinking, wow, a Greg Proops reference. Yeah. Oh, pod racing. Oh my god, that was Greg Proops, wasn't it? Yeah. Somebody out there got it. Look, he's a Navi. This movie's such a rip. They're doing it on purpose now. Daltar Sword Jack. (laughs) He has five names in this movie. Emmy, why can't why why don't we call you that? I was wondering the exact same thing. Because you haven't earned it in the arena. <laughs> I have earned it plenty of times. What we're trying to say is you're going to have to take on Matt in the arena. Come at my Dotar Sojak. <laughs> you ain't you no green man. You know I wouldn't survive that. So imagine Matt coming out shirtless, giant like a white ape. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Covered in fur. She has tusks. Do you like how they built up that one, that fucking character, and he just gets beheaded in like ten seconds? The entire movie is about him and his arc. <laughs> I just want to say, by the way, Lynn Collins' movie does say "by is," which is very close to Hera. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> It's been a while since Lynn Collins showed up, so we have to keep her presence alive. <laughs> I don't know who this Lynn Collins person you're talking about is. It's uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman's Woman. um, fake na- acting name. Listen, she doesn't want to get roles because she's Wonder Woman, so she had to go through a fake identity. Mm. Sort of like a Diana Prince identity. Sort of, but you know that was that was too much. That was already taken by a porn star. So yeah, we actually care about Lynn Collins. Who gives a fuck about Diana Prince? Yeah, Lynn Collins is a more marketable name. There's the lube. Just just go to your happy place. Close your eyes and think of Barsoom, dear. Now he's wearing like an Aries like headpiece. <laughs> Can I be the best man? (laughs) He gets drunk during the best man speech. He just keeps transforming into different people. (laughs) He transports everyone. He becomes the Martian Manhunter briefly. Bullshit, they didn't wait till I object. That's not how you crash a fucking wedding. It's a shit.
Aha, comedy. Comedy. Oh, Carter, you dope. In a way, there's rape involved here. It should be a little more serious. They're having a helium wedding. <laughs> Balloons everywhere. How great would it be if Ming's wedding theme came on? It'd <laughs> <laughs> be really fucked up if they came in and they all just sat down and attended the wedding. <laughs> Carter do not fly without glider. Carter was just wanting to give her away. Carter just business he didn't have sex with her yet. After that, then it's okay. I've always wanted to date a tattooed chick. Look at me like that. <laughs> this movie has 26 minutes left. The city hasn't even flown yet. <laughs> the um, shit coming up playing the priestess is... Look at her. That's amazing. It's so over the top a, without being over the top. So she's, she's essentially a Themyscarian priestess. <laughs> what we're saying to say is Wonder Woman. Also, Princess Bubblegum. Also, Barsoom. Not they have Valkyries. As, yeah, I don't. Isn't that hilarious? The helium like warriors or Amazons essentially. <laughs> they just no, it's not hilarious. It's horrifying. Her dad looks like Aquaman in that shot. This is how I do it on Anyway, this is how I do it on Barsoom. Dive! Dive! Your default impression disturbed the shit out of me. Follow that cold shiver running down your spine. <laughs> oh, on top of everything else, we gotta take communion. This wedding blows. <laughs> I've been there. I refused. You turned into a bat and flew away. <laughs> I refused and got a ba- and got a dirty look from the priest because of it. <laughs> you got you got cursed by Santa Claus. <laughs> Fucking Santa Claus. This flies through, kills everybody. Oh, this isn't what I wanted. He crashes in, kills seven children. Oh! <laughs> it's a trap. He's just after your money, Deja. Until <laughs> Carter finds out Deja has a kid, it's going to change everything. Like, oh! I love Carter. Uh, I love Strong just coming in. Are you going to take this shit? <laughs> That's pretty much Strong's entire like character in this movie. You gonna take that? You can't He's take the that. wingman. <laughs> wingman of Mars. Holy crap, they are the Amazons. Look, he's just wider now. His entire fucking character arc, he becomes a more of a white man. And then he flew. What the fuck? Wonder Woman. This is Wonder Woman. See, Wonder Woman would get action married. <laughs> she would. Oh, it's just ridiculous that you're flying. 
okay, okay. No, no, I refuse to think that this was coincidental. Yeah, why are you having your stupid floaty, jumpy, glowing sword fight? Wonder Woman's kicking real ass. Man, man, take out one man. <laughs> Finish it! Ouch, am I? Word to the wise, Carter. Do what you need to, whether than broom are fast. Just cracking our minds for Spider-Man quotes, aren't we? I'm sorry, the Amazons are on screen. I can't focus on that. <laughs> One franchise at a time. Pursue. Is that a frame? There are clone warriors dying. <laughs> They're terribly CGI. Don't shoot me, I'm awesome. Killed my father. Your ass is mine. today. Ah, oh, it got in his hand and it went bad. Now he's covered in webbing. He's becoming Spider-Man. Wait, was he masturbating his wrist? Ah, I'm you now. You didn't know how hot you were, did you? Wouldn't you like us to see... Wouldn't you like to see us make out? Wow, am I really this hot? You bitch! It's Wonder Woman and Donna Troy. Now he's a dude. <laughs> Behold the chaos of battle, John Carter. Tars. 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 Come on, bro. Give, t- tars. 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 Don't tase me, bro. Now I've evaporated. You didn't see that shit coming, did you? (laughs) Tars. 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 Well, look what you did. Ah, you're all right, Tars. Everybody just decided they were done with the fight. But now that Mark Strong's not here, we don't have to make asses of ourselves. Yeah. And hey, Wonder Woman's being knighted. You will become queen of Themyscira. And that was the Battle of the Planetarium. 
bullshit. I just said this was this was the one part of the movie where I was like, kind of, yeah, yeah. You don't think it's believable that he has uh, shoulder furs now? They wouldn't give that honor to a man. (laughs) Yeah, really. He he only has one to be fair. So you know, the marriage thing was handled weirdly, though. It was pretty much like, ah, this movie's almost over. We better hurry up and do this. Well, he probably won't beat her, so it's the best of all possible options. Father still gives her a loop. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned it, buddy. <laughs> I'm uh, not crying. has no feelings. <laughs> I give it a year. <laughs> I how Tar's got to be the best man. Do you like the ring I provided for you? But that was supposed to be me. It's made from the bones of an Okmotek. <laughs> there was a Pierce fucking possessed right now. <laughs> oh, Wonder Woman's naked. I fall into another Isaac hole. Masoom. Do they have gone on Masoom? Yeah, just checking out her bar seems all right. What? <laughs> I'm gonna bar zoom all over you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Smurf; you just use it for anything. I like it when you go. Yesterday, me and Deja bar zoomed all over the place. So when she just squat down and bar zoom all over me. <laughs> I'm into that. That's why my old wife burned down her house <laughs> and killed herself and our child. She didn't want to deal with that anymore. She didn't want to be married to a barsoomophile. <laughs> I like it when a chick barsooms, okay? It doesn't make me a bad person. It's there are okay. hundreds That's of us. That's how we make love here on Barsoom. <laughs> Uh. Go get her, buddy. <laughs> uh. So, hey, Elijah. <laughs> so, he essentially gets sent back to Earth because the dog had to go take a leak. Welcome to my life. I that would be what would happen to you. Like how his her father met him like five minutes ago, but it's like you can you can have sex with her. You can I marry so. and have sex with her. It's okay. I've clearly made some bad decisions in the past day or so. So you're hotter than the last guy. <laughs> That's that was his way of making things up to Dacia. I was a dick, so here's a hot guy you can fuck. <laughs> oh. Enjoy title Taylor drop. Kitsch. Title name drop. <laughs> ah, Boom! <laughs> Boom, shakalaka. Betrayal! <laughs> he drops the mic. 
Then he turns into John Carter, goes in there, and has sex with Tasia Thoris. That was his arc, plan. His arc is complete. He is now chalk white. So this is what sort of confused me, though. Like, how long was he out? Was, like, he there for? About a day. (laughs) 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 He was just eaten alive by Cherokee. They bleached his bones. They really cranched and never thought of just leaving. I'm not going to leave you, John Carter. (laughs) Getting through this together. He's, he waited for John Carter to return and save him. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand the time frame stuff. Space. Uh, the final frontier. This is gonna be fucked up when he gets back to Barsoom and she's like a hundred, but still sexy. Like oh. Oh. Jarsoom, Jarsoom, Jarsoom. <laughs> That's the moon. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck you were, John Carter. Get the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody. <laughs> God, he had all that gold with him. So John just went insane while he was looking for that place, right? Pretty much. He dressed nicely, though. He has an ass gun and everything. He killed everyone who got in his way. A hundred men died bearing out the, uh, clearing out that cave. They were buried alive. It seems unnecessary just to morph into a guy right there. Also, how big of a threat is John Carter? <laughs> His hair is a threat. <laughs> this is me faking my death. <laughs> I'm ill. You're yeah, a doctor. Also my lawyer. He says it while working out. I wish to retire to my fainting couch. <laughs> they did have fainting couches back then, didn't they? It was a thing. People were very thin-skinned. Whenever I die, I want to leave a document explaining my bizarre funeral instructions. <laughs> <laughs> My entire life is building up to that moment. I like how he stopped reading for a few minutes to go get a blanket. He's just Bastion from NeverEnding Story now. Yeah! <laughs> 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 it would have been great if they just kept cutting back to him throughout the movie. <gasps> the Oren. The Jen. Action Burrows.
I do want to be buried in a crypt that can only be opened from the inside. (laughs) 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 Oh, there was no way he was going to figure that out. Utter bullshit. There's no reason for the letters to go in there like that. Is there a reason for any of this? Other than John Carter's insane with loneliness. (laughs) It's only been six months, man. (laughs) You had just enough time to grow those mutton chops. And he's gonna his face is gonna be red when he sees everything that they've drawn in his body up there on Barsoom. <laughs> they tattooed a red penis right beside his mouth. He has come, swallow. He barsoom all over himself. <laughs> Due to the fact there's no sequel, this is a weirdly sad ending somehow. So I'm not entirely sure why he needed Edgar Rice Burroughs to come and open up his tomb that he had just escaped from. Well, he just needed to uh, to kill that other guy and get his thing. <laughs> he wanted Edgar to kill him. <laughs> you, have to be a now. you have to be a man now, Eddie. <laughs> Also, Ed, you have to explain this dead bot. <laughs> also, here's the murder weapon. Please rub it all over your person. I don't really Wonder need one. you so much to... Uh... I got one more shot of Wonder Woman there. No, so much needs you to guard my body. It's just to take the fall. <laughs> Edgar, prison's going to be hell for you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> hey, we finally get a good title. And I'll give you a word of advice. An old green friend of mine once gave me. What was that? That was 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 a little far soon. (laughs) Based on a story with a better title. At least I got that pretty bitchin' John Carter of Mars logo. A JCM, as he prefers to be called. <laughs> the red string is really necessary. It just makes him look crazy. Look crazy. C- crazy for Deja Thoris. The drawings are a little much, but you know. I mean, he was only on Earth again for like two weeks. He didn't even have time to grow a full beard. It was like a day. Day and a half. He already had that fortune. (laughs) (laughs) He just went home. He was was looking for gold just to be a dick. (laughs) He didn't want anyone else to have wealth. (laughs) That title's inaccurate. That's Wonder Woman. He's thinking the same thing. He didn't even go to Mars. He just passed out and had a dream. He was in, he was in a blue opium fueled stupor. 
<laughs> he's actually just gonna starve to death in there. <laughs> he does this like once a week. Edgar's <laughs> used to it. Chase Purefoy was in this? The same thing. He gets billing above Brian Cranston. It's fucked up. Television's greatest actor. Love how he drew loving portraits of her. Kid, kid. With Thomas Hayden Church. As the genie. Dedicated to the memory of Steve Jobs. Warlord of Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love John Carter. You want to wait for the after credits scene where he goes back to his palace and Mark Strong's fathered five kids in his absence. (laughs) I was only gone four hours. (laughs) Mark Strong teleports away. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> the kids all look like Mark Strong. And Willem Dafoe as Tars Tarkas. Greatest credit ever. Lightmaster. The great credits. And Russ Tamblin as Dr. Jacoby. Of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> See, all they had... Wife quarters? Jesus! <laughs> seems extreme. They couldn't just use the same actress. <laughs> oh, I'm your corpse get... double. <laughs> Want to get the right amount of chart? <laughs> you know, they could have just avoided all of that name Tom Fuller and called it John Carter of Barsoom. Kids love Barsoom. Kids of both genders. <laughs> well, they they couldn't because Barsoom is actually a, uh, a dirty word. Uh. It's a euphemism for, you know. Oh, well, yeah. For Barsooming. Um, yeah. I'm still so depressed this isn't going to get a sequel. Well, to be fair, it's like they did adapt the best John Carter stories from what it sounds like. They could make up new ones. Still... It's going to be on Kickstarter next week. They have to to raise $500 million. (laughs) (laughs) It's starred by Taylor Kitsch. I just want to be in another movie, man. It's not Battleship. Remember Battleship? What the fuck? But when I first decided to watch this movie, I wanted to, for one thing. But I knew if... I knew there was a chance that I was really going to like it, and that was going to really bum me out that I'll never see any more of it. I went through the same thing. I put off watching this movie because I knew it was going to depress me when I got to the end. Yeah, and holy fuck did it. I don't see those chessmen of Mars so badly. (laughs) We all have dreams. Comedy. Barsoom. Wonder Woman. The white man's burden. (laughs) The heart, Osborne. (laughs) (laughs) I like how Sandman and fucking Green Goblin were in a movie together. With Gambit. As as CGI creations. (laughs) 
Oh, that makes me happy. They were brought together using science. I was saying church doesn't do enough. After you've been Sandman, what can top that? Too true. He's still running from the law. (laughs) Anyway, final thoughts? Deja Thoris. Yeah, that was going to be what I was going to say. Deja Thoris. That's what I was going to say. Deja Thoris. Okay, on the count of three, on the count of three, we'll all say Deja Thoris. Okay. One, two... Deja Thoris, sorry. Deja Thoris. <laughs> you, ah. you son of a bitch. I wanted it more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to barsoom you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was barsooming your mama last night. You're going to wish you were barsoomed. I say bar soon, we all take off our headsets and walk away. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Can't we all just bar soon? Let's just bar soon up and down that dance floor. Bar soon till it ain't funky no more. Tars Tarkin. <laughs> it's a new dance that's swept the nation. Tars Tarkin's. It requires you to have two, two of each hand. And tusks. And green skin. And. I'm sorry, you cut out there. I said and a foe. Just a foe. Always a foe. Forever Defoe. Ah, he's inside me. I can feel him inside me. Is Forever Defoe like his... Um, like his cologne? Yeah. <laughs> like Forever Defoe. I've always longed for a fragrance that captured the essence of me. <laughs> I'm just listening to the score now. It's a really good score. It's so pretty. Distributed by Walt Disney Productions. Poorly. You did get a red Disney logo, which is kind of pimp. Cinderella of Mars. <laughs> well, you know. I'm going to be racist about Anyway, so that was commentary for John Carter. Of Mars. Of Mars. Disney. Also featuring Wonder Woman. (laughs) And a special appearance by Wonder Woman. Now, that was a lot of things. That was a great many things. The nexus of every movie universe. (laughs) And comic books. I mean, Neil Gaiman was even in there at one point. Terrifying. As the Sandman. Yeah, as Dream. That was fucked up. But um, anyway, there's been full commentary. I've been Mike. I've been Indy. I've been Hero. 
And for you listening at home, Ock, O-M, Octay, Wheeze, Barsoom.